Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is December 20th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Now, on this episode, we're going to recap the weekend's highlights from our rookies, tell you some news going around the league, and you know, recap Sunday's games as well. So, we got a lot to cover. A nice full game slate on Sunday as well. Well, it should have been, but a lot of games were postponed if you haven't been hearing the news. A uh, lot of postponements, a lot of people out for COVID protocols. I mean, it seems like at this point, half the league is out with COVID protocols. It's just alert after alert after alert about players going into COVID protocols. So teams have been forced to, well, I say forced, but pretty much forced to sign players from their G League squad just to fill out a roster. And if they weren't able to do that, for the most part, those games got postponed. So we'll go over that, which mainly happened Sunday. But first, I'll start with Friday's top rookies, um, pretty much only rookies. There was not that many games where rookies contributed on Friday, but we had Herb Jones with 17 points, nine rebounds, four assists, one steal, and one block. One of his better games of the season, probably his best, uh, t- top one or two best. But Herb Jones is playing very well for the Pelicans. It's, you know, as the Pelicans continue to struggle, they did seem to find at least a rotational piece in Herb Jones. You know, they're a really bad team right now, but he definitely, if not for the Pelicans, someone else, he will be a rotational piece. And that's, you know, that doesn't sound like much, but coming from a second round pick that not much was thought of from. That means a lot. So that's good for Herb Jones. Also on Friday, we had Bones Highland break out of his little slump. He had 24 points, four assists, and two blocks. It's rare for a point guard to get two blocks. So that was really good production right there. You just hope he can remain consistent, which he has not really been. It's like every time he seems to get his feet under him, he one time he was out with COVID protocols. He missed about 10 days. And then other times he's been nicked up with injuries. So also our final top performer for Friday was Franz Wagner with a huge game with 27 points, six rebounds and four assists. And, you know, everyone is out for the magic right now with the injury or COVID protocol. So that allows Franz Wagner to flourish. Now on Saturday, everybody played well, pretty much. We had a huge, huge list of rookies that performed great. And that's what we love to see. I almost did a like bonus episode. It was so many good rookies, but we're recapping it here. So starting with Sandra Mamuklesvelli had a big 17-point game with one block. Great performance for the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I, I'm a big fan of Sandra Mamuklesvelli. Uh, I think he should be starting every game. You know, he got the spot start in this game. But right now, Brooke Lopez is out with injury. Bobby Portis is out with cover protocols. The only other center they have is DeMarcus Cousins. So Sandro should be getting these type of minutes every game, in my opinion. <clears throat> we will see. Another great player. Uh, it was a lot of question marks about him coming into the draft, but Josh Giddy finished with eight points, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yes, you heard that right. A point guard with 18 rebounds. That is insane. And, I mean, 10 assists. I mean, one more bucket, he has a triple-double. And, I mean, with 18 rebounds, that's just, wow. From a point guard, you don't see that. Russell Westbrook is the only other point guard that really puts up in his past uh, numbers like that. So, 
Uh, I'm sure if you had him on your fantasy league, that helped you tremendously. Also, his teammate Trey Mann had a nice solid game with 11 points and three assists. Now, another breakout performance was Jonathan Kaminga. He was able to start in this one for the Warriors. He finished with 26 points and two steals. Now, Jonathan Kaminga is a player that went seventh in the draft. I thought he should have went sixth ahead of Josh Giddy, but Josh Giddy has proven to be a really good point guard for OKC. But Jonathan Kaminga is one of those players that I feel can be great. Before the season started, I said he could be Kawhi Leonard if he really works on it. You know, a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, I have lofty comparisons when I compared Scotty Barnes to Giannis and Jonathan Kaminga to Kawhi Leonard. But, you know, I they have the prototype. They have the size, the body, the strength, the athleticism. <clears throat> they just have to put in the work. And Jonathan Kaminga clearly has been putting in the work behind the scenes in the G League. And that allowed him to shine bright in this game. You give him minutes, like I said, in multiple other podcasts. If he was on any other team where he was getting a lot of minutes, you would see more dominance from Jonathan Kaminga. So great to see him start and get 26 points with two steals. And you can only hope to see more. I mean, he's going to force his way into more minutes over Otto Porter, Andre Iguodala. And right now, Andrew Wiggins is out. So Kaminga could go on a run here. Also in this game on Saturday, his teammate Moses Moody had a really nice game with 11 points and eight rebounds. In the previous game, Moses Moody started. You could tell the Warriors was trying to figure out their lineup, which rookie uh, would do better with, you know, their starting role or coming off the bench role. And Moses Moody had an underperforming game on Friday, really kind of a bad game. <laughs> and then so and 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 Kaminga did not start. And then on Saturday, Kaminga started excelled and then Moses Moody came off the bench and still played well so it seems like this is the method they will continue to use because the reverse did not work out so well at all (laughs) now of course we also have Scotty Barnes on Saturday for the Raptors scored 21 points had eight rebounds and six assists and it's it's sad to say almost but it's just typical performance from Scotty Barnes he always Puts up good points, good rebounds, and good assists. And and most of the time, he's getting some blocks in there, too. So we're kind of getting spoiled by Scotty Barnes, but he's just putting up all-star numbers every night. You got to love it. Also, Franz Wagner, you pretty much hear him every night. They have a game. He's got, at, at minimum, a solid line. And then this one, he finished with 14 points, 11 rebounds, and six assists. Now, a bit of a surprise uh, of the night. You could say, well, the Nets are ravaged with COVID protocols right now. So that allowed David Duke, Cam Thomas, and Kessler Edwards to get a ton of minutes. And each of these three are on our top performers for Saturday. We'll start with David Duke, who started, he started plenty of games lately, ever since James Harden's been out. And he finished with David Duke, I'm talking about, finished with 18 points, 14 rebounds, and two steals. That is ridiculous Um, from a point guard as well. So it was great to see David Duke playing well with the Nets. And, you know, he's showing what he can do. And before the draft started, David Duke was undrafted, by the way. Before the draft occurred, I had David Duke mocked as a first-round pick. In my opinion, I talked to Raphael Barlow about it, multiple people. 
why is David Duke not getting the love of these other players? And the only thing Rafael Barlow said was he was not efficient. And for me, if that's your only criticism of a player, that is ridiculous to not go drafted at all. If you watch the tape on David Duke um, from Purdue, he was excellent. I mean, he did everything. He looked like a professional out there, a uh, really good player. And I thought if he went to the Phoenix Suns at pick 30, that would have been a perfect fit for him behind Chris Paul. Or if he would have went to Utah Jazz, 29 or 30, he could have sat behind Mike Conley. And I think he could have been a starting point guard in a year or two. Now here we are. He was somehow undrafted. I mean, that's just dumb in my opinion. The teams did not draft him. But – you know, the Nets picked him up, and now here he is being forced to start already, and he had a dominant performance of 18 points, 14 rebounds, and two steals. So it just goes to show talent will always rise to the top. And David Duke, you know, that's my guy. So I'm glad he did great. And he's my guy because I I know how talented he is. You know, watching film on him, he deserved to be drafted early. And so for him to not get drafted, have to go to the G League, get here the hard way, I'm just very happy for him. Now also, Cam Thomas, the Nets first-round pick, delivered in this one with 15 points, seven rebounds, four assists, one steal, and one block. Good all-around game. You know, early in the season, Cam Thomas was scoring in the 20s. You know, we were expecting, we almost got a little spoiled to that. We kind of were expecting a lot of 20-plus point performances for Cam Thomas, but that's just not been uh, his lane with the Nets. But around 10 to 15, it seems comfortable for Cam Thomas right now. We will see if he will take over. And, you know, in college, he was a gunner. Preseason and summer league, he was a gunner. With the official Nets team, he seems to be playing a little more reserved and, you know, trying to fit in. And But he still pulled up a really nice line. But I love to see him take more shots, be more aggressive, because Cam Thomas is an excellent scorer, as we all know. Also, now, Kessler Edwards, the third teammate for the Brooklyn Nets, who also who went and drafted – he did go drafted in the second round, and he's a really talented player. He just went to a smaller school. But he finished with nine points, five rebounds, and three blocks. He's been a hot wire, waiver wire addition because of his huge standout 17-point, 10-rebound game a couple nights ago. But since then, he's had two nine-point games. So his production has slipped, even though he's playing in the high 30s of minutes. But he's still putting up solid all-around stats. You know, nine and five is just eh, but those three blocks are tremendous. So, you know, with opportunity, he's going to put up numbers. You just want him to put up more points if he can, but we will see. Now, we also had Josh Christopher, who had 10 points, seven rebounds. And finally... Our last big performer on Saturday was Alperin Sengun with nine points, five rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. And he did not start once again. Of course, we want to see Alperin Sengun start. When he did, he dominated. And, you know, that's that's coming few and far in between. The coach does not want to give Alperin Sengun big minutes. It's as if he's in a contract year and they're trying to like not play play him so no other team will scoop in and pay him a ton of money and they can keep him for cheap. But that's not the case, but that's just how they're playing him because he is a rookie. You have him 
under contract play out for Brinson Gun. But I mean, you've been hearing that all season and you will continue to hear it until it's no longer needed to be said. But he still was very productive in his bench role on Saturday. So that recaps Friday and Saturday. Now we will get into Sunday's uh, six-game slate. And let me tell you about the games that were postponed because it was supposed to be nine games. So three games got postponed. The Nuggets versus the Nets because the Nets are having a horrible outbreak. The Cavs versus the Hawks was postponed as well because the Cavs are having a horrible outbreak. And the Pelicans versus the 76ers. I don't know. I'm, I think it's the Sixers, but I haven't heard much about which team it was the reason for this, for this postponement. But either way, those three games were postponed. And then that left us with six other games. So, I mean, if you're playing fantasy and especially head to head, this, it almost wasn't fair how many players are out. And then those three games are suspended it was like oh man are they going to just cancel all the games or like what's going on but the NBA has issued a statement to where they are going to allow teams to sign extra players and increase the salary cap for signing extra players to you know maneuver through this COVID situation and keep the teams playing and instead of having to continue to postpone games so we will see how that works out but hopefully everyone will stay safe and we won't have too many more outbreaks of COVID. But, I mean, so many players have COVID right now or in protocols. It's ridiculous. Um, like, for instance, Evan Mobley and Davion Mitchell, two of our, you know, brightest rookies have it. And many more. Trey Young got it. I mean, it's a lot. So, but, okay, first of our six games were the Sacramento Kings defeated the San Antonio Spurs, 121-114. to 114. And like I mentioned, with the Sacramento Kings, Davion Mitchell has COVID. Nemeus Keita is a DNP, so no news for the Kings. For the Spurs, Jock Landell was able to get in the game for 11 minutes. He had seven points, two rebounds, and one steal. And that's it for this game. No Josh Primo once again. Next game, we had the Portland Trailblazers defeat the Memphis Grizzlies 105-100. to and we had no rookies for the Portland Trailblazers. And same situation for the Memphis Grizzlies. Zero rookies in this game at all. And that goes to show you, you know, in some teams' case where they're having to bring a lot of rookies from the G League over, tons of rookies are playing. And then in other cases, you know, there's no outbreak at all and no rookies are playing. So it's very opposite ends of the spectrum for different teams. Next game, we had the Detroit Pistons defeated the Miami Heat. for, uh, And that was 100 to 90 for the Miami Heat. We had some minutes for some rookies. Nice, nice, nice. Omer, your seven, played 18 minutes, had six points and 12 rebounds and two blocks. That is a good, uh, solid performance from Omer in 18 minutes. And, you know, we wish the points were a little higher to get, get that double-double in there. But it still was 18 minutes, you know. If there was 20 to 25 minutes, that may have happened. So, but it's good to see him getting some minutes. Now, also, kind of a surprise, we had Marcus Garrett, uh, undrafted rookie, 
played 19 minutes, and he had five points and one rebound and one block. And his very first uh, field goal attempt, uh, you know, a shot made in his career, very nice drive to the basket, and, you know, ended up getting a layup as he broke his man down. Very impressive. He looked like a veteran out there. So, you know, he's clearly been getting better from his G League performances and practices, and, you know, it depends on – if he can continue to get minutes like this, he can continue to put up points and be productive. But we will see how that goes. Um, Tyler Hero was out in this game. Jimmy Butler is out. So when they come back, you can see Marcus Garrett back with G League. But for now, 19 minutes is nothing to sneeze at. Good amount of time right there. For the Detroit Pistons, we have Kay Cunningham, of course, who played 31 minutes and had probably one of his, you know, Five worst games, uh, but you know it mainly was because he was not aggressive on the offensive end. He only went two or four from the field, ended up with four points, three rebounds, ten assists, and two steals. Now um, it's very weird, you know. Hamadou Diallo shot the ball ten times, Sadiq Bay thirteen times, uh, Trey Lyles eight times, Corey Joseph nine times, Fred. Jackson nine times and then you get down like Kate Cunningham shot the ball second fewest amount of anyone on the team and he played 31 minutes that's just insane it cannot happen he actually shot the same from the field as Luca Garza who played seven minutes Kate Cunningham played 31 minutes so that was very weird in that respect but if he was just trying to get his teammates involved, he did a great job of that with 10 assists. So that's the positive. Now, as I mentioned, Luca Garza, he only played seven minutes, but went two for four from the field as well and made five points and had two rebounds. So solid. I still want to see Luca Garza get plenty more minutes. I think he deserves them, but you know, the Heat do not think he deserves them. So, um, I mean, the Pistons do not think he deserves it. So we'll have to wait and see. All right, next game we have the Chicago Bulls defeated the LA Lakers 115 to 110. And it looks like Sean D. Brown did get in the game. Yeah, he was called up earlier. He's going back and forth from G League to the NBA. But Sean D. Brown finished with five in five minutes with two points and one rebound. Great to see him getting in. You know, Austin Reeves is out right now. So that allowed the opportunity for Sean D. Brown to get in the game. Now, for the Bulls, Ayo DeSumo is still out with COVID protocols, so no rookie of note in this game, unfortunately. Next game, we have the Phoenix Suns dominated the Charlotte Hornets 137-106. to In this game, you know, early on in the game, the rookies were not getting any minutes, but it ended up being a blowout, and they got in the game. Uh, James Booknight finished in 12 minutes with four points, two rebounds, and two assists. And that is it. No other news. <laughs> they had JT Thor and Kai Jones on the stat sheet earlier, but I guess since they didn't get in the game, they took them off. So, But it was good to see James Booknight did get in the game, but that's it for the Hornets. For the Phoenix Suns, Ish Wainwright did get in the game for five minutes and was only able to put up one assist and one block, but he got in the game. 
And for our final game for Sunday, we had the Minnesota Timberwolves defeat the Dallas Mavericks 111 to 105. For the Mavericks, they have not used any rookies, unfortunately. Now, they have a great young rookie in the G League, but this team has not been really hit by COVID at all, so they're not planning on or needing to use them right now. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, we have Leandro Balmaro, who finished in two minutes with no production all around. So hard to be productive in two minutes. But, you know, that is what it is. He When he did get minutes, he didn't play well. Like I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I think he should be sent to the G League to continue to develop. But as of right now, no news for Leandro Balmaro. Now, that wraps up our six-game slate. I will go over our top rookies of the night, which will not be many. Um, but we're going to start with Jock Landell with his seven points and two rebound performance. Got to go with Omer Yurt seven with his six points, 12 rebound, two block performance. Now we also have, I'll give Kay Cunningham, you know, the nod, even though he had four points, but he did have those 10 assists and two steals. And really, that's it. I can't throw James Booknight in there. So that's it. I mean, it was a sad day for rookies because of the COVID cancellations and postponements. But um, still, I'm glad the whole league didn't get canceled. Uh, You know, the whole league, all of the games today could have been postponed, but they were not. So that's the positive. And we're going to just have to keep an eye out on all the news and notes and hope everyone stays safe. No more COVID going around and no more games getting postponed. So stay tuned, and I'll be here to keep you informed the rest of the week with all the games. And, you know, Christmas is almost here. It's right around the corner. So happy holidays. Thank you all for listening. And I'm out of here. Peace.